Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Games Cast. This is episode 142. My name is Jeffrey Morse. Joining me here today, Nathan Wagner. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. It's it's kind of crazy. We're here. It's been a while. Uh, we're gonna be updating it has everyone been on quite a while. On, uh, yeah, where we've been and what we've been doing. But uh, Rob is also here with us, of course. There I am, right here, doing this. <laughs> this Rob, this has been a this has been a while coming. It, it has been for a while coming. That we actually had a whole episode planned out for episode one forty two back in August, and Rob and I were uh, going to uh, record it, and like we kept having like recording getting messed up and internet connection was dropping back and forth we i literally have five different like chunked files of things we had kept having to re-record and we finally said oh, not worth it we're stopped though no, like, like we, we're, we were at it for like 45 minutes an hour before hey, least, hey yeah. guys i bet we could release each of those chunk contents as paid dlc <laughs> <laughs> It'll be exclusive behind the scenes uh look of us getting frustrated um <laughs> But no, uh, as you may have heard, if you uh, you know a big follower of the show, uh, follow us on Twitter or Discord or anything. Um, we're we're uh, bringing bringing our our little show here, our Haley's and Games Cast, uh, to an end. Um, we're, we've uh, well, I, I think I think one of the main reasons why you know not only has you know I feel like we've had a really good run, and you know we, I don't think any of us expect us to get to 142 episodes. Like that's. I, you know, something I'm really proud of, but, um, you know, just with family and like Nathan, and I have both been going back to school lately. And, um, you know, we, we started out the show with barely one child between the three of us. And now there are five. <laughs> and so just yeah. our families, I've literally grown. Like Nathan wasn't exactly. even married before the show started. Like, um, so oh, wow. just, just kind of, kind of crazy how, how far we've come in, in our lives and different things, but but yeah, what, what what are your guys' kind of thoughts on kind of you know bringing our bringing our show here to a to an end? I think um, I think there's a couple things. I think one like just with how busy we've been. Obviously, we've been trying to record this final episode for what the last like three months. Yes. And <laughs> three the months later, finally we have finally alive. found a time where all three of us are able to record at the same time. So that was one thing. I think we we started out the show really wanting to. Um, you know, have all three of us kind of be together. And um, yeah. <clears throat> towards the end, it started getting really hard to coordinate schedules and stuff like that. Um, There's a lot of times where it was just Jeff and I or Rob and Jeff or whatever. Um, we we weren't yeah, able to have all three of us on the show as much as we would like exactly. to. I'm sure the listeners and that was probably, kind of... probably noticed that as they're going through and going, Wait, <laughs> what? I thought this was a three-person show. Every episode's only two now. Like, Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. And that. that was just kind of a sign of busy schedules and different things going on. Like, uh, like you said, Jeff, like we have five kids in between the three of us. I have zero, but I am going to getting my master's full time and working full time too. So there's just a lot going on. You know, it's a little bittersweet because, you know, this has been something that's been a part of our lives for three years now. It's something that we've been doing. And and we started basically, like you kind of said, Jeff, as like a, oh, well, let's just kind of, We'll just do this, and none of us expect it to to go anywhere. And here we are, a hundred and almost one hundred and fifty episodes later, and you know, <laughs> all sorts of different changes. And it is a little bit sweet because it's kind of like, man, I, this has been hard to get this last episode in because our schedules are just so busy, and to keep going. Oh man, I don't and have time for I this. Don't I don't have end. time for this. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but as, now as that much it, we've come to the reality, yeah. it's it's still kind of 
you know, is a, is a bummer for us now because, yeah. like I said, the main reason we started this was so, you know, the three of us could be hanging out. Like, we all went to, to college together and, you know, we've, we've kind of lived around different parts of, uh, you know, different cities, but we've been able to connect, you know, online and just have a time where, hey, every week we're getting together, we're talking about yeah. video games and just, you know, we, I feel like there's times even before or after the show, we just chat for like an hour even just, you know, catching up with each other, which is, which has been awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's been really good. So, um, definitely bittersweet, but you know, we'll, we'll see. We said we were, we weren't going to call this the final episode cause you never know what's going to happen in, you know, five or 10 years or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you've all forgotten about us, we'll make our return. We'll, we'll, we'll make a return in 2025 with the 2025 gamies. <laughs> <laughs> the 2025 gamies. All right, we're going to cover every game that's released in the last five years. <laughs> yeah, long don't episode. say that. They'll, they'll expect something from us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so so we're not going anywhere. You know, we're not disappearing off the face of the earth. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think we're all going to be, you know, still active. Uh, we still have our own Twitters. I, I'm keeping the uh, the Halison Twitter um, up. You know, it probably won't be tweeting quite as much, um, but you know, we've made a lot of kind of fans and followers on there, and you know, love to continue yeah. conversations there. And then, um, as well as our Discord, you know, that's a great place that we still use to, you know, it's kind of almost evolved into almost like a LFG like or a like game a night, hub basically. for yeah, yeah, hub for like playing Switch games online, which you know, I'm I'm totally fine with. But um, yeah. so yeah, if if you're <clears throat> Keep wanting to keep in touch with us, and uh, you know you you want to keep in touch with us online. That's a good place for us uh, to continue to talk games. I know all of us are going to keep on gaming, whether whether it's as as much as uh, we'd want to. Uh, we'll, we're still going to be working our way through games and trying to you know talk about video games is something that we all are passionate about. So that's why another reason why we started this. So um, yeah, yeah d- definitely keep on following us. Uh, who knows? Maybe uh, you know next year we'll pop up again with something new whether it's maybe doing a little bit of streaming every now and then or more youtube stuff i know something i would definitely like to be able to do more once once uh the schedule and the, the stars align <laughs> and different things right so, yeah yeah absolutely for sure, for sure but uh anyways <laughs> let's go ahead and get straight into our content for uh today's episode because we actually do have a lot of fun memories and uh just kind of things we wanted to talk about to kind of you know cap off our our run here on hey listen uh games cast so um i thought we could kind of start off by talking about um you know what are our favorite episodes just in general um and you know talking about our favorite memories and there's different segments as well i know um we have we have a lot of really dedicated listeners who have been listen, listened to you know almost every episode since we started which is awesome um, and shout out to, you know, all those people who have been here for so long. But, uh, you know, maybe the people who haven't been listening uh, to every single episode, what are some maybe some episode numbers that you come to your guys' mind as some of, you know, your favorite episodes that, you know, you recommend people go back and check out now that, you know, we're kind of ending the show? Yeah. I'll kick us off because I think one of the things that I really appreciate, you know, about the show is that you, the three of us have very different video game experiences and very different video game opinions. And so Mm -hmm. the three of us not agreeing on a lot of video game stuff decided that we were going to make a top 100 list of all time (laughs) video games (laughs) leading into our hundred. And so, I mean, there was a lot of, I just, we did so much debating back and forth on like what the top 10 and what the number one and all that stuff. And so 97, 99 and 100 are our three episodes leading into our top 100. And so if you want to hear our controversial, absolutely 100% yeah. right <laughs> list of the top 100 games, 
And I, I really wish we could have like just spread that out over like ten episodes and just like debated with every choice too. <laughs> but we yeah, had to like literally be like, we can only talk about each game for like a minute. Otherwise, like we're literally going to never get through this <laughs> entire list. We will never get through. A yeah. hundred games we is a lot do. of games to talk about. It is. Yeah, it's you don't think it's that many. Like I remember when I think we were planning it, and I was like, oh, we could probably knock this out in like two episodes, like fifty an episode and hour approximately of podcasting yes no that was crazy oh, man. all those episodes definitely went over whirlwind. our hour uh, that we usually shoot for <laughs> yeah 97 yeah. is a whirlwind because we did the top 50 didn't we we, we did the top 25 um, and 97 and then 99 top 25 went like 75 the, through like 25 i think or yeah i think it was 75 through 30 yeah we did the top 100 to 75 then 75 to to 30 and then we did the top 30. yeah so if you want to skip to the top 30 just go straight to episode 100 that's a great landmark episode anyways to to check out yeah um but yeah i remember when i first proposed this idea i'm like guys like how how cool to be you know we're thinking of something cool to do for our 100th episode we did a top 100 list (laughs) you guys are all just like there's no way we can agree on 100 games and rank (laughs) them in order like that but but we we figured a pretty good system to to kind of make it work and we kind of had to make some compromises on our own opinions and feelings to make it work but it was it was definitely a cool like okay we can agree on something and we're not perfect either because i'm Uh sitting here after we recorded like a month later and it pops my i'm like we didn't put punch out on the list or we didn't put you know this game on the list yeah. I'm like, oh, i completely <laughs> forgot about this so yeah. it's just kind of funny that's oh. <laughs> so just how it goes with my, with many for sure any kind of top list like that yeah, yeah so. but I, I think you know along kind of almost like the same vibe as those ones right where we were kind of picking our favorite games um i look at all the gamies episodes as well as some of their my, our favorite ones we've done uh, which, you know, that's our end of the year, game of the year show that we yeah. do every year. We've done three of them. Um, the first one for 2016 was in episode 22. 2017 was in episode 70. And uh, last year's 2018 was episode 122. Um, and those are fun because, you know, not only just do, you know, game of the game of the year, but we also do um, like our favorite like indie game, favorite multiplayer. We pick t- different genres. We do different awards every year. We give out some some weird and zany awards um, as we go around. And those ones, we, we have quite a bit of debate as uh, debate as well, which is fun for us as we're yeah. putting together the show. <laughs> and well, one and- of my favorite things about those episodes is I think at least two of them or maybe all of them we did like together in person where we were all in the same room. Yeah, yeah. And that just yeah. kind of gives it a different vibe as far as like totally. being able to debate and talk off the cuff and stuff like that. So yeah, that, make, that makes those episodes a lot of fun as well. Absolutely. Well, in our, in our second gamies, I also just love the fact that we came up with this name gamies. We're just making fun <laughs> of like the Grammys and Academy yes. Awards and all that stuff. We're like, let's call it gamies. Yes. That was the best thing ever. But one of the one of my favorite memories is when I got to moderate between the two of you for our second gamies of whether uh, Breath of the Wild or Mario Super Odyssey was the best game. Yes, that that was one of my favorite segments. Like we literally that's another one. We could have literally gone on for like three hours and talked about <laughs> how great both of these and games were and, and things we loved games. and yeah. Hey, so that was good. Breath of the Wild 2 is announced or a sequel to Breath of the Wild is announced. There's no Super Mario Odyssey. So you know if you would have told me back then, <laughs> I rest I my case. absolutely shocked. Like we're in a world where there's no Mario like new Mario Odyssey or new Mario game announced, but we have a new Zelda game announced. Like that never never happens that way yeah that is pretty that is very true yeah like at, le- at least give us dlc for odyssey i, I don't know they, they've got to be working on a sequel or something right i don't know yes yeah. 
Well, some of my, I think like some of my favorite episodes were always anytime we did any kind of like game show or tried to make anything, turn anything into a game. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. uh, one of my favorites is uh, episode 84 and Rob came up with a pretty fun game of would you rather and it'd be like, would you rather like uh, <clears throat> die, would you rather be in a video game in real life or would you rather only have be able to play video games for the rest of your life or something like that i honestly don't remember all the questions off the top of my head but that was a really fun episode in any episode where we kind of gamified some of the um our favorite things ridiculous hypotheticals are super fun yes yes exactly (laughs) yeah well and also some of the ones where we turned into like a game show where it was like one person was kind of the host and the other two on the show were like answering the questions yeah we've done some trivia shows yeah yeah those are yeah. always, those those are always fun. I remember we we did a couple of music ones too, where we like play little excerpts of music, and then we'd have to kind of you know guess what game it was from. And you have to guess what game it was from. Yeah. <laughs> right, but like a obscure Dude. like board from like Mario Party two or something. This <laughs> the message. Oh my goodness! I remember. So this is not on our notes. So we're gonna go off the cuff here, guys, because this is the final episode for now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one show we did where we were highlighting like music uh, from video games. Kind of, you were Jeff. You were you put together this awesome segment on you know highlighting all these songs mm-hmm. and stuff from video games. And I remember because I was over Skype, I actually couldn't hear the songs <laughs> and so i was literally reacting to something that i couldn't hear <laughs> so i'm sitting here going i have no idea what the song sounds like but i gotta react to like kind of what they're saying about it <laughs> like just fake it till you make it there you go <laughs> yeah that's well, pretty good a lot of the episodes uh initially like nathan and i would would get together because we lived you know kind of near each other so we yeah we just record it together in person and we would skype rob and, you know, as we continually started to get more busy over the second half of the show, I'd say, you know, it turned more into all three of us just joining each other on Skype. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was something that Rob has been a great trooper, uh, you know, not really being able to be in person or, um, you know, n- not really hosting the show and being able to catch all the audio cues sometimes. So <laughs> thanks for putting up with us, Rob. Yes, Rob. We well, appreciate and it. I think that's that's one of the the memories I also have of our show is we've had a lot of technical difficulties that we've had to work through. That you know, some of them have been hilarious and some of them have been frustrating. But ultimately, it's like wow, we were able to actually put out content even though we had so many yeah. difficulties. Yeah, I don't think all of our fa- followers and listeners will ever understand how many hours we've spent like <laughs> trying Actually, to Actually, that's the real reason the show ended really... is because, you know, you'd think it'd take oh, maybe like an hour and a half to record. You record for an hour, plan for like 30 minutes or something like that. But you actually spend three hours because half of the time is just trying to work out technical difficulties. Yep. You're having to do sound tests and other things. Even when you do all those checks, there may be, oh, Rob's audio didn't come through the entire time. Great. What do we do now? <laughs> do we post it? Do we re-record the whole thing? Do we just so shout on? out to what episode was that? Do, do you have it? I don't know if you have that. I believe Jeff, it was episode but, 94. Was, we, 94. We were having so many issues. on Twitch. Where we're like, we're just going to do it on Twitch. It's going to be rough. It's probably going to be super sloppy. Not that great. I remember I told Anthony, I'm like, yeah, we're doing it. And he's like, oh, wow, you guys are getting fancy. I'm like, no, we're doing this because we have no other options. Like, this is like the opposite of fancy. Yeah. And... We we didn't realize until after the show was done that Rob like hadn't 
Like he had to go into his like settings on PS4 through like five <laughs> sub menus and click like share voice through party or something. I, I don't remember, but it was. <laughs> I it mean, was funny this just cause... tells you how many times I actually play multiplayer games. I didn't even know that was a thing you had to do. And so when we finished the recording, dust like, off the old headset here for PlayStation. You're not even. You're not even in the recording. I'm like, so this is the most awkward recording ever because we we're doing E3 prediction. It's like, so Rob, what do you think? Silence. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good, Rob. <laughs> Oh, I think one of the best moments we had with technical difficulties is when we actually switched. We used to do this live. So we'd do a live show. We'd go on air yeah. and record it live. The first and 50 then... or 60 episodes where yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. recorded live and we had we live. We did it for a long time. Who tuned in, yeah. And when we finally switched to doing it not live to actually being able to, when you know someone drops out on Skype or our computers crash or something like that, we can just edit it out. It was one of the best moments, yeah. the best decisions we ever made with our lives. <laughs> yeah, we, we just keep on going and fix it in post production, which again adds a lot more time because you're editing, doing all these things. But yes. you know, we, yes. we made it work, and it was definitely a little less stressful, and we could flex our recording schedule a little bit too. Um, yeah, but yeah, lots of me- memories. I I was I was actually thinking of some of the f- funniest moments. I went back and listened to a couple episodes. And I listened to the beginning of episode 34. Uh, go, just listen to the first minute of this one. If if you don't want to listen to the whole thing, that's fine. <laughs> like, this was our Wii U memorial service that we did. <laughs> that's why I, I started Wii out. Eulogy? Yes. <laughs> Nathan's making terrible jokes like that the entire time. He's like, I start off all somber and I kick it over to Nathan. And he's like, my heart has been broken into five pieces. And ironically... That's because the Wii U only had five games ever come out for it. <laughs> and Rob's like singing like all these songs about being dead and stuff like that. So that that, that was a fun episode for sure. That was like right before the Switch came out. We're like, we, you know, Wii U is dead. Let, let's have fun with this. And, you know, Nathan and I both owned Wii U's. We had, had, had a lot of fun with it. But we... Uh, if we learned anything from that episode, the Wii U was not actually dead. It would live on many times in many Switch ports that some, would come. There, yeah. We're still getting Switch ports. You're right. Every, every year we're still getting this. But, um, oh, yeah, right. and I think uh, some of my favorite episodes were the uh, ones where we'd have guests on as well. And, you know, half yeah. half those times it was like, oh, yeah, let's invite so-and-so on the show and that'd be really fun. And the other half it's like, man, we're missing Rob or Nathan or myself. Like, again, let's find in a third person, you know, kind of keep it fresh as well. And so we had a lot of friends join the show. Um, but I think my two favorite was episode 49, where we had da- or Dan Fernacy, who is the creator of Rivals of Aether. And, you know, I'd kind of met him a few years earlier at, at PAX. And, you know, he was uh, related to a, a friend of mine. And uh, that was really cool, just kind of getting to interview a developer and talk about that whole process behind the scene. I thought that was just really interesting, and I know a lot of... It almost made us feel like, like an actual video game podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we're, I mean, legit, we're, actually right? did, we're actually interviewing someone who's legitimately in the industry. Someone it's not who's just verified on Twitter in our has bedrooms. been on our show. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so. <laughs> and then uh, episode 89, where we had... Uh, Jake Myler, who was did the Destiny webcomic Watermelon XO, um, I, I really liked that one as well because he also kind of worked in the game industry and um, was a was a fun kind of content creator for um, just Destiny art and f- comics and stuff like that too. But um, yeah, those those interviews are super interesting. Just kind of good um, in depth looks at oh, what's it actually like to be in the game industry? Yeah, for sure. And it, it, it was fun for us. Well, we it's got always to fun. Ask questions that we've always wondered about, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's always fun to get someone else who's not the three of us on here to just have them share things that we don't always think about or video game opinions that we don't always think about, you know, because, I mean, we've had, you know, a bunch of our personal friends on here as well and kids who play all sorts of video games from mm-hmm. all over. And, you know, so and use utilizing our resources has been really cool as well. We've gotten some pretty cool guesses, some pretty good segments and episodes based off of just people being able to talk to us. I think I was just thinking about, Jeff, do you remember when, uh, we had Chris on for we did our Arkham oh, Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, who do we know we that knows to... the most about Batman in games? And then we're like, it has to be Chris. Like he's the biggest Batman fan. He wears Batman like every single day, like on his wardrobe somewhere. And so we invited him on and just talked about every single Batman game ever made. And it was awesome. Like it was. Yeah, you're right, Rob. We, we would totally kind of try to find topics that would fit with our guests. Well, and we, we, yeah, we found topics where, like, well, we're going to talk about Mass Effect Andromeda, so let's bring in our friends from Mr. Fields. Or, Rob, you we know, said we were never going to mention that game on the show again. <laughs> I know, I know. Rob's I, getting I, it I on the last episode. <laughs> uh, uh, forgive me, I have sinned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Uh, we had uh, Brad come on and he talked with us, you know, about computer games and RPGs and stuff. It was nice to have another RPG guy on here. I mean, we just had, you know, and then even with some of the guests we've had on that are bigger, you know, talking through like esports and some of the things yeah. that we don't always think about. And then obviously Anthony was huge in a lot of our episodes because he was one of our, we, he hosted us for a long yeah, time. He, he was, so we got him on. Anthony's definitely been our biggest supporter in helping us get our podcast off the ground, helping us with the logistic and the, the back, back end side of things that, you know, we, we weren't really familiar with how to do. So, yeah. um, and it, it's been good. He's, he's kind of gotten out of podcasting a little bit, but he's been doing really good on his, uh, on his Twitch streams and on stuff. So yeah. if anyone's yeah. listening, yeah. needs a good Twitch channel to follow, it's, uh, at big ant live. Um, I, I'm jumping into streams whenever I, I have the time available and he's got a great discord where we have lots of fun conversations and stuff. And that's been kind of fun for me to jump into more because it's kind of building, you know, he has his own little community now with people and we all kind of know each other and it's fun to talk. Yeah. And yeah. That's one of the things I appreciate about us on our show. Like we'd invite you know members of our community who listen to the show on, like we just talked about and, you know, we've met a ton of awesome people. Um, like I was just playing Luigi's Mansion online with a friend we met just through Twitter like with our our show the other night and Matt like <laughs> that we've met tons of cool people um just from playing and kind of had our own little community so um, yeah yeah definitely that, it's created a great video games are so great right they bring us together so yeah it's definitely created a great network and also one of the things I was just thinking about you know just kind of from the show is you know hearing other people and how they think about video games or what video games they like like I was just thinking like Dan Fornes uh, uh I said his name wrong. I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Fonacy. This is something about, about trying to figure out how to say Dan's last name. I'm just going to say Dan so yeah. I don't look too – I don't embarrass myself any more than I already have. Uh, I don't really think about, like, that type of genre of fighting game, like the eSport. I played Smash back in the day, but then when he did that, I went out and I got his game. You know, I played his game, and I really enjoyed it. And so, you know – having some people and uh, you know the three of us being able to say like hey you should try this game or this has opened up more possibilities than just the games that i normally gravitate towards i'm actually thinking like oh i gotta play a different game so i have something to talk about on our show yeah that's that's definitely been a cool thing kind of with our platform too we've been able to not only recommend games to each other like how many games have you know we played because one of the other ones of us on the show were talking about it not just you know outside guests but 
just amongst each other even. And then, you know, a lot of our fans and followers and, you know, parts of our community, we've, you know, received game recognitions back and forth too. And, you know, it's fun hearing people's thoughts on games that we've talked about or join the conversation. You know, that's one of the, our, our favorite segments, right? We do at the end of every episode yeah. what we're playing. And yep. it's, it, I love that too because every time when I look through the notes of like, oh, you know, what have we been playing? I'm actually like, what has Rob and Nathan been playing? And like our three lists, there's almost zero crossover every time. Like we're always yeah. like have so many different games that we're always playing yeah. and yeah. working through, which is um, I think made it really interesting and, and fun. Unless we're playing the game together, and then that's the only time we really yeah. had crossover. <laughs> like when yeah. something like Smash Bros yeah. or something comes out, like when there's yes, like a big game, yeah. playing yeah. it, or, yeah. You know, and then yeah. one of my other favorite things is. Uh, we just started playing a lot of different, like we even reviewed a bunch of different indie games and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And before this show started, like I played almost no independent games. I played almost all AAA and stuff like that. And I've gotten really into playing smaller experiences um, because of the show and because of reviewing some of those games, but also just because of just being aware of so many other games out there, um, especially Rob. Rob would always be like, all right. I'm bringing my Steam backlog and all of these games I've gotten in different games, uh, yeah. <laughs> Steam sales and everything else. And uh, I feel like I've yeah. I discovered a lot more about um, all the different games out there versus just um, bigger games. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the cool thing. You know, I, I was thinking about how the other day I was looking at deals for Switches. I was like, oh, I should maybe invest in this. And I was like, I never would have thought this. You know, I never would have, you know, three years ago been like, oh, I'm going to go buy a Nintendo console because... After three years, Nathan you're saying Nathan and, and I fully broke through to you? <laughs> he's, he's thinking about it. We'll see. I haven't if done the, it yet. Uh, uh, that uh, Mario 64 level in Odyssey is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> just, just get it for that. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. <laughs> I was like, I'm only getting it if they make a Nintendo 64 classic. That's the only Nintendo I'm ever going to buy. That's, you know, actually, I just went out and bought myself an old school Nintendo 64, a real one. <laughs> <laughs> you also uh, have that option. Um, some of our, you know, I was just thinking about some of the segments we've done through this show and just some of the yeah. things. So what are, what are some of your guys' favorite segments that we've done? I liked all the special ones we kind of came up with as we were kind of first starting the show. We're like, you know, we should kind of have like a couple of reoccurring segments, right? Where like, you know, we, we kind of bring a segment back with different kind of topics and what the kind of three we kind of started off and we landed on was, um, I kind of did these like history lessons and, um, I would basically just do a deep dive on like a certain topic or game series or company. And I would just do a bunch of research and just kind of, just kind of walk through it on the episode and, it was fun for me because I learned a bunch about these things that you know I already kind of knew about, but didn't know quite you know as much as I was able to share. And um, it was just fun kind of being able to walk through those. I think my favorite one was probably episode sixty-three where we did the history of fighting games and just kind of talked through like what was the very first fight, oh, yeah. what was you know all the different mechanics that you know, have built on each other throughout you know the decades and like where we're at now and you know now we have Smash Bros Ultimate like the best-selling fighting game of all time. But you know where yeah. where did we start and looking back on a legacy because a lot of us I, we play a lot of new games and current games but we also grew up on all these old games and I think we all love and appreciate retro games too so it's always fun when we are able to kind of look back at what's kind of came before but um, yeah. Rob I, I really enjoyed yours too because you always you always like blew it out of like blew it out of the water with how awesome your questions were with question of the day like you know it, it sounds like a kind of a like a not that exciting topic sometimes it's like oh it's question of the day and just like a question but you'd come up with like 
one main question with like five sub questions and each sub question would have like three uh, articles three for sub- each one. <laughs> so yeah, those were always super fun uh, for us to do. And we, those are episodes that would go so long because we just had so much to say because it was such a good discussion. Well, yeah, it added in a lot to our discussion and debates. Like, I mean, I learned it was so much fun just pulling out stuff because I kind of tried to pull some things that were a little bit more edgy, maybe a little bit more controversial stuff that we'd really get a little bit more conversation out of. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we were just talking about one that we did, you know, uh, recently talking about. I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> this is what happens when you're. This is uh, why we're ending the show, Rob? This, can't this is why we're ending the show. <laughs> but we did old games versus new uh, back in. Well, this is actually going to be ironic because it's it was difficult for difficulty. me to remember this. But it was video game difficulty. Yeah. We just did that one. I just remember us talking through just so many different layers of like what does it look like and whether or not we were actually going to play on different difficulties and stuff. And yeah, it yeah, was, was a lot of fun coming up with those segments and and actually creating some good discussion and stuff. And people, I heard a lot of feedback from that as well people just saying like wow i never even thought of that or you know it's like cool to hear you guys' thoughts on that yeah so it was always super fun and they were always like kind of philosophical like it made you think more about than just like whatever the game was on the questions (laughs) yes yeah yeah Yeah. they're very good discussion questions yeah and then um i started with my backlog and then i was like uh no one really wants to hear me talk about how i Still haven't beaten Super Mario Sunshine, even though I claim it's like a better game than Super Mario 64. This is when Anthony comes on the show and he just rips you. How dare you say Mario Sunshine is better? <laughs> like, I'm more afraid of having Anthony on. come through the speaker. Right? Yeah, he, he's not afraid yeah. to like completely call us out on something that he disagrees with. Call, yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, no, one of my favorite things I did was just coming up with trivia and kind of doing those trivia segments where we, yeah, I would kind of ask questions and they would. Um, I always tried to make them like not too hard but not too easy and make it interactive um, for the people who are listening as well. That was always super fun, just coming up with different trivia questions because I feel like I learned a lot about a lot of random facts about just a lot of different video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the one of my favorite segments that we did overall was every week we started the show. This didn't start right away, but we kind of developed into it like within the first few episodes of doing the the weekly news essentially. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, talking through like what's been going on in the video game world. I, I love this segment because not only did it get me researching and looking into you know up on the current events of video games, so then you're also looking into video games so you not you wouldn't normally look into like. I don't think I would have cared about No Man's Sky and all the issues and stuff that it had with it if it wasn't for the fact that I had to do the show and I was doing research on it. Rob, then, No Man's Sky is a good game now. You can stop <laughs> digging its grave. It's okay. Well, I'm just saying, you know, now it's a good gra- game, but we know that because we followed it in the yeah. news. <laughs> I was actually going through like our old notes and I kept seeing like every like every like five six months like Hello Games update. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was no, I was I was just. Like, Back in the notes and looking at our news, like when we were we were so excited because again I'm gonna curse Mass Effect Andromeda was coming out. <laughs> Jeff, please be glad right. in that post. Yeah, but so, um, I, I but, one thing I did like about the news though was that I actually had like some people you know I was kind of talking to when we you know kind of announced you know a couple months ago that we're kind of ending the show. Um, that say like hey like like oh now you're ending it like you have to like let me know or like 
like text me if there's any like important games or like news that comes out because uh, we were kind of like uh, a, yeah. a source of news almost for a lot of people um, as well too. So I know a lot of a lot of our listeners, you know, really enjoyed the news part because it was kind of like, you know, they're not checking the news sites every day looking for these things. Or maybe they're not on Twitter or you know these places. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I kind of enjoyed that part of it too, where we're like we're kind of picking what news stories we think are the most interesting and giving our our takes on them and you know that's i think it was enjoyable for a lot of people who didn't already kind of know those stories so yeah and yeah I, I always enjoyed it because i would like read a news story or look at something and be like oh we should talk about it on the show this week and then i'd start thinking about what i wanted like what my opinion of was it and what i wanted to say mm-hmm. about it, which which was fun I think that was my favorite part about the news also is not only did it, you know, keep you up to, you know, on current news, but also we discussed and we're like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Or like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Or like we, we had this whole debate and discussion about every single one of the news things. And we had all of these opinions and stuff. And sometimes our news segment would take over more of our episode than we ever planned it to (laughs) be like 30 minutes in and be like, okay, well now we're going to jump into our actual main segment. Yeah, I like it a lot of times, too. It'd be like one of us, like some new game that one of us would be excited for would be announced, and we'd put it in the news or something. Or so it's like, oh, like this this new game got announced. And the person's like, yes, guys, like this new game got announced. It's going to be great. Like, and we're just like, oh, like, okay, <laughs> like, here we go. So it, it was kind of fun just kind of hearing about, you know, what, what games we're kind of excited about. Um, yeah. When things got announced or. Even things, you know, like Smash Bros. Dude. and stuff, right? When they like put new trailers out, and it's like, oh, we gotta yeah. talk about the new trailer, the new reveal, and just to, yeah. One of my other things was just um, kind of doing predictions and yeah. ranking how excited we were for games based on some predictions we did. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna shout out episode 55 because I was going back and looking at it, and it was like, it was around E3, and it was like, oh, rank your the games you're most excited for after E3, and I said for. I think it was the next year for 2018, the games I was most excited for was like Detroit Become Human. Two of them were Detroit Become Human and The Crew 2, oh which goodness. I have not played either of those games <laughs> at all. Like, neither of those games were, I don't think, even like discussed in our uh, gamies. Or no, I don't even like think that. we talked about it in our gamies or anything like that. I haven't played either of those games. I have Detroit Become Human through PS Plus and haven't downloaded it or touched it in any way so. i think it's yeah i think it was one of the funnest that, or one of the best parts and most enjoyable parts about e3 every year is we'd get to e3 and be like guys we got to make predictions and we just throw out some ridiculous predictions and then after e3 we're all like these are the ones we're the most excited for and then like three months later we're like why was i excited about this game this is- <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I literally another- rode the hype train I think another one I, I had on there was uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and we all know how that oh, went. Man. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that one. If bad. I'm excited it's for fast. a game, maybe, like, don't trust what I'm saying. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I think it is something that we had all throughout the show is, we, you know, you start looking back on these episodes, and we're like, wow, it's so, such a, a current and popular opinion when we said, yeah, this new hello games you know it's gonna be awesome they're putting out no man's sky and then it came out and it was just yeah. you know or hot like, garbage fire the first episode and... we did with no man's sky like in particular like because the beginning of that game is fine like it it's terrible after you get 10 hours in you realize there's literally nothing else it's that i haven't seen same. it's over and over and over yeah it's like the very first episode like we did the, like our initial reaction like yeah like, it's super fun so far it's really beautiful like it you know it's really cool and then like you know at each following week it was like 
getting cooler and cooler on the game to the point where it's like, yep, traded it in. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun going back to listen to these episodes. It's almost, you know, capturing that moment in time of what we were thinking and talking yeah, about. Exactly. And that's one thing I like that's about the game used to, you know, it kind of highlights like all these games and things <laughs> that happened that year, which is fun. Um, and you know, the, the game of the year we, we did for all three years was pretty, pretty unanimous uh, for last year with uh, God of War. Um, we, we all yep. kind of agree. Yep. Yeah. That's when we should highlight um, Mario vs. Zelda was, you know, pretty easily down to those two, but you know, um, you know, Breath of the Wild obviously won that, but Mario I think was also very deserving. That was that was kind of our, our I think our closest race, and then 2017 we it was basically between Uncharted 4 and Overwatch, which we we gave gave the nod to Overwatch basically because we thought over <laughs> I think Uncharted 2 was better. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. but. It's, it's kind of crazy to go back and, and just look at like what we thought would have been a, a good segment. You know, we did an Uncharted spoiler episode mm-hmm. right after Jeff and I finished Uncharted 4. Um, we did, you know, we did some really early on segments that now kind of looking back, we go, wow, it's pretty dated now looking back. <laughs> yeah. But at the time, we're like, this is so cool and relevant. Yeah, no, th- th- those were really fun episodes, though, where we did like reactions, you know, like. The, the post E3, you know, ones where you talk about all yeah, the new announcements yeah. and um, those kind of things are always fun. But I think the kind of last thing to kind of wrap up our kind of favorite memories and things was uh, I really like doing our um, New Year's like resolutions. We kind of make like really lofty gaming <laughs> no, goals. And by the I end don't want to yeah. think about my, re- my resolutions <laughs> yes. again. Just like every resolution that happens in real life, like actual ones, like we would, <laughs> spectacularly fail on almost all of them (laughs) okay all i remember is like i think the last one i made or maybe two years ago i made a resolution to one like beat majora's mask on 3ds still hasn't happened (laughs) and two get a platinum trophy (laughs) on ps4 still hasn't happened I think one of my resolutions one year was beat fallout 3 oh wait that's every year The question must be asked, Rob. Have you beaten Fallout 3? You are in like in the middle of that game before we started the show. Where are you at in Fallout 3? The people must hear the truth. So I'm pretty sure I'm about three-fourths of the way through the game. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm pretty sure I've also only played it once in the last year. So so we've almost given up, given up hope on it, huh? I... I almost uninstalled it from my computer the other day. That's how close we were, guys. Well, well, if you ever do hit hit that point where you uninstall it, um, please let us all know so we can all um, either celebrate or mourn with you. I don't know what the proper reaction would be. We're gonna actually have a uh, an episode called the uh, eulogy to Fallout Three. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let, don't let's... you wish you were playing Fallout seventy six right now? Oh no! <laughs> the, I want to be one of the first, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys remember my hot take when I said Fallout seventy six sounds like the best fall game ever made? <laughs> yeah, I remember saying you were you were crazy. Oh yeah, that game uh, totally fulfilled my expectations. Um, all right, so I thought we would kind of jump into our next segment here and not just necessarily talk with what we're playing like we usually do, but um, kind of share, you know, just what games have been big this year, what, what have been some of our favorite games that we've gone through. Um, if, you know, maybe we had to decide now, what would maybe our game of the year uh, for 2019 uh, be? And just, you know, what what are kind of the top games we maybe would recommend to, 
the people checking out, you know, one last time. Sure. Um, I have been playing, well, recently I've been playing Luigi's Mansion 3 a lot. That has been so, that game is so well designed. Like, I just love kind of searching through, looking for, um, like, almost everything in that game is destructible in some way or another. So I feel like I have to, like, almost break everything and check everything looking for the gems to make sure I, before I move on to a different You want to explore every inch of every single room, and there is a lot of, like, floor and rooms to cover but it never yes. feels like and a it, chore it never feels like a chore it always feels like there's something new and interesting going on and the pacing in that game is just really well done like as soon as you start thinking yeah. like oh I, i'm kind of done with this activity i understand it there's something new that happens or you do something else yeah it, it doesn't doesn't end too fast like the original one does which you could be in a couple hours and then um two which was really good but it was on handheld they did missions so you'd basically think like mario 64 almost where you would start you know, going for a specific objective. And then once you got it, it'd pop you back out. Then you went back in and pop back out. Um, this is just continually exploring one giant mansion with 15 different floors. And honestly, this is probably my game of the year of 2019. Like, I'm just putting that out there right now. This has been my favorite game. You guys know I'm a huge Luigi's Mansion fan. I'm super nostalgic for the series. That definitely plays a part of it. But I also think, you know, my wife hadn't played any of the first two. And, like, this has been, like, one of her favorite games like probably yeah. probably her favorite game since mario odyssey came out and she like kept stealing the switch like we've been playing this through <laughs> co-op like every single night and she's like asking me oh can we keep playing it and um you know you don't have to play the past ones to know anything or be able to enjoy it and the animations in it are like some of the best like just like graphics and modeling and animations and charm like it's it's just really really well done like i'm glad they took their time to make sure it came out really polished it looks i think it's the best looking switch game up out there even so i i'd even say that yeah the ironic part for me i was just thinking through like the 2019 games Mm -hmm. like i haven't actually really played any of the games that came out this year yeah i feel like 2019 like the last couple years 2017 especially but even 2018 there were some really good games and stuff like that and yeah while I have really been enjoying Luigi's Mansion and have had a super fun time with it, there's been no game that has like hooked me as much as a game like Breath of the Wild or God of War or even something like Spider-Man or something like that as a, well, yeah, that's come out in 2019. And I think also like for 2019, the thing is a lot of the games I just haven't had a chance to play yet. I have Kingdom Hearts 3 sitting on my shelf, but I've also like I've been spending all of I was just thinking through like almost every what we've been playing this yeah. year has had dragon age inquisition in it for me yeah <laughs> uh, and, and so think, like i've been playing a game that's five years old all year i think that's part of like a lot of our own gaming taste too like i feel like like rod like you definitely <laughs> try to play through games like all the way through completion and your favorite games are usually those longer rpgs so <laughs> kind of and you sense. you do a good job of sticking to them too yeah. like <laughs> I mean, like, minus I'm Fallout keep 3. playing the same game. Well, I'm like, I dropped Mass Effect yeah. Andromeda like a like a hot, you know, topic, and just moved on. And I've never looked back. I haven't touched that game in two and a half years. It's uninstalled. And you're like, you know what? It's not my favorite game. It's not the best Mass Effect game. But we're 100 percent in this bad boy. <laughs> so, and like, I did. The the thing is, so this is kind of the ironic part. I put over 100 hours into Mass Effect Andromeda, and I just felt like. Why did I do that? <laughs> I could put 100 hours into so many other great areas. 
I looked at my time card for Dragon Age Inquisition. I have 115 hours into the game, and I'm just like, I'm loving every moment of it. I was like, why didn't Bioware do this instead of what they did for Mass Effect? I feel like you're like that one extreme, and I'm like on the opposite side of the spectrum. Well, I'm like, I want to play as many different games as I possibly can, and I want to, like, I'll just go through different indie games and just move on to games quickly and try to get and play as many different experiences. And Nathan's almost kind of like that middle where I feel like you have some games that you really try to keep going back to Nathan, but you also are trying to find some, some more different games yeah. to play as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, if we ask Nathan, how many hours have you put into 2k? <clears throat> um, I haven't played 2k that much, uh, this year, but pro- over the course of the show, it's like probably like 2000 hours or something. <laughs> it's like it's something ridiculous number. like that. Yeah. Some ungodly number. Yeah. And, and I'm like, well, destiny, but, uh, yeah, that's the other thing, Nate, yeah. uh, Jeff, you know, you said you try to play some shorter, you know, kind of more shorter experiences, but at the same time, you also play games like destiny and overwatch and in some games that you Rock really play. put in so many hours into, because you're playing it online, you're playing it multiplayer, you're doing that sort of thing, Super yeah. Smash Bros, you know, all those sort of things. And I, I, I think don't Rock League actually games. has finally charted to the top of my, like, most played Switch games list, even. Like, oh, like, yeah. If you ask me what my favorite Rocket Switch League game is, I wouldn't system. necessarily say Rocket League, but it's the one I've played the most. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah, well, it, it's been fun kind of seeing, you know, a different way we, we do games and – um try different experiences and i think yeah. uh it, it was always kind of fun for me knowing that we had kind of what we're playing so that almost gave me the motivation sometimes too like oh you know i want to try a different game or you know go back to an older games i want to have kind something of talk to about t- yeah i don't want to yeah. just talk about destiny and rock league every single week right <laughs> that's yeah that's one of the reasons why i started doing my steam you know going through my steam yeah. libraries because i was like well i need to have something more to talk about than just fallout 3 yeah. so <laughs> I started branching out into their games. And I also just think, like, from what we're playing, you know, you guys talked so much about God of War that I went out and bought it, and it was I just cranked through it and yeah. beat it because it was such a great game. But, you know, I just think of, like, games like that where it's, like, you guys suggested something or I've suggested something to you guys or you kind of had this mutual, yeah. like, this well, is the game I've been putting a lot of time in and loving, and now you, we've played remember, it. remember, like, out of all the random, like, games that you've, like, you first started talking around the show, like, you know, kind of like Nathan said earlier, you would always bring up a lot of indie games on Steam that I don't think a lot of people yeah. had heard of at the time. And one of them was Overcooked. And I'm like, like, there's a chef game that you're saying is oh, yeah. super fun? Like, what? And then now, like, Nathan and I have, like, totally taken on both the first and second Overcooked and played those games <laughs> to death and just love that those game. Games. So those yeah, are two absolutely. games that I've beaten, both games. And I don't beat very many games. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple of their games I wanted to shout out just for that came out in 2019 that I've really enjoyed. Um, one is A Link's Awakening. Um, I am almost done with that game. I'm on the eighth dungeon. It is really good. Actually, the seventh and eighth dungeons in that game kind of suck. Oh, really? Like, I, I know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't tell me that. I'm on the sixth dungeon. I'm, I'm sorry. They're they're great. Just keep going and play through <laughs> the whole game. No, they're just they're kind of tedious, and maybe it's just because I haven't played it before. But they feel like I I've never played that game before, and they feel really, um, they're pretty confusing like the rest of the dungeons i was like okay i got stuck a couple times but uh seven and eight i've gotten stuck um i got stuck on the seventh dungeon for like a month and didn't play it a lot because i was just like i don't know what i'm supposed to do that's not a good feeling so um there's some cool elements to them but i think it gets a little bit tedious but overall the world design in that game is super super cool i've had a lot of fun just playing through it and that just the cute aesthetic and finding the different quests it's been a great zelda for 
um, kind of comp- um, contrasting uh, Breath of the Wild and being like, Breath of the Wild is about this huge, super big open world. You can do whatever you want. And Link's Awakening is all about like dungeons and going through this very set map that's, uh, you know, set. You can only go this way when you have this item, et cetera. It's not a giant world map. It's just more about exploring and enjoying the, the, the visuals and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I like the yeah. soundtrack too. They, the way they kind of redid it with kind of the little like winds orchestra instruments and stuff it it, yeah. it all kind of and even all the jingles and things and at the same time they kind of throw in like little bits that make it kind of sound like an old game boy where it kind of has some kind of nostalgic and beeps and boops you know it sounds like a old kind of 8-bit sound too which is fun that that's what the original was but um i, I will say i really hope they parts. do that for some of the other games yeah no i'd love to see Nintendo remake some more older games and do a complete full full-blown you know Full of remake, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, if only they had some franchises that we haven't touched in over a decade that were due for a remake. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe something starts with an F and goes really fast and has a guy who says, show me your moves. And I don't know. Um, it would not be no a complete final episode <laughs> if Jeff didn't talk about F-Zero. <laughs> I was hopeful we'd get one episode where I'd finally be able to say, it happened. F Zero's back, baby! It's glorious return. I don't think it's ever going to happen at this point. I, I've turned into a pessimist now. So wow, that's really why we're ending the show, guys. Jeff's if, optimism about F Zero. I'll put it this way: if we don't get one on the Switch at some point in the Switch's life cycle, it's never coming back because the, there's the never a greater time than right now on the Switch uh, to bring back an old IP that. Because everything is selling on the Switch super well. Like the Wii U ports are like quadrupling their sales from the Wii U and stuff like that. So. Yeah, uh, hopefully. Yeah, that's probably you know, maybe we'll see it with you know, just some different you know things that it seems like Nintendo has been doing and, and trying to accomplish. So maybe we'll see it, but I won't get your hopes up. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, um I think two games that really come to mind for me for uh, games I've played a ton this year is um, uh, I've been checking out a lot of different indie games and uh, two that didn't come out this year, but I picked up this year and played, you know, I think I've dropped over 30 hours into both of them is um, Enter the Gungeon and Dead Cells, which are both two roguelike games, which, you know, if you're on, on a gaming budget, like these games are so good because they're so endlessly replayable and there's so many hundreds of secrets where you could play these games for over, you know, 200 hours and not see every enemy or collect every weapon or find yeah. every secret. Um, and they provide such a scalable difficulty where, you know, like I was able to beat both these games, you know, beat in quotation marks after about, I think five hours or five to 10 hours. But once you kind of beat it, that's when the real game begins. And there's so many modifiers and extra challenges and, more secrets and you know twice as many levels and areas that you haven't even gone to um so those two games are both really good enter the gungeon's got co-op as well which is fun and um it's enter the gungeon is so ridiculously zany and silly and doesn't take itself serious it's, at all the writing <laughs> is so funny in that game yeah it's, it's I, i've really, only played really it co-op but it's so great yeah like it's literally awesome. the co-op character starts off with a dart gun and you just shoot like little nerf bullets <laughs> like it <laughs> Oh there's goodness. so many pop culture references and things to so many games and different hidden things but that's a twin stick shooter so if you like twin stick shooters at all that's like my favorite one probably ever at this point and then dead cells is you know a side scrolling but it's very quick metroidvania style where you can use either melee weapons or um, you have different spells and magic and bows and arrows shields 
um, very kind of fast and furious. Um, but the fun thing is you can kind of play it like a, you try to speed run levels and it rewards you if you play that way, or you can kind of go very slowly and methodically explore every corner, um, and it rewards you kind of no matter how you play, and you can build your character each run, you know, depending on depending on how you want to play. So both those games, awesome. Yeah. They're both under, I think they're like 15, 20 bucks each. Um, they, they go on sale a while, a lot, because they've been out for a while. So those are two games I'd definitely recommend to anyone, especially if you're on, you know, Switch and you can take them, take them anywhere and you can <laughs> play them at lunch <laughs> on your, at work. So I, I'm waiting for 2019, you know, uh, I'll probably pick this up, go figure, on sale. But of course, Star Wars Fallen Jedi. I am expecting that to be my 2019 game of the year. Dude, okay. I am so hyped for that game. My brother, uh, for my my birthday was this last week, and my brother was like, "So I uh, got you a pre-order for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for your birthday." <laughs> Dude, and I was nice. like, "I'm so excited! I cannot <laughs> wait." What a uh, nice brother. Yes. I'll probably right. yeah. I'm kind of looking at it for like Black Friday. I'm like, all right, this is gonna be my Black Friday. My <laughs> Dude, Black like Friday a week before Black Friday. So I, I I don't know if there's gonna be discounts. I don't, I don't know if there's. There'll be, be like a five percent discount. I'm gonna be like worth it. <laughs> I'm, <gonna laughs> I'm still like, saving money. Yes. Uh, that, so, no, I I've, I've been kind of the opposite. I've I have so many other games to be playing, and like I'm enjoying. You know, I'm still going through Link's Awakening and. Mm-hmm. I'll probably be done with Luigi's Mansion soon, but you know there's a lot more to do in that game of finding secrets and doing multiplayer and stuff. And Pokemon literally comes out next week, and so I'm like doing the opposite of like I'm trying not to watch any trailers because <laughs> I don't want to like go out there and, like buy it impulse. I'm just gonna wait because <laughs> EA, EA no. games will go on sale like it, the, it will it'll Friday, go on sale two or three months like it'll, <clears throat> it'll, it'll go, go on sale on. after uh, the last Star Wars movie comes out like in January. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be on uh, sale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there will be plenty of time to play but i'm very much looking forward to yeah, that game I, i'm ex- excited uh, to hear what you think for sure you have to you yeah, have to keep us sure. informed on the discord or the twitter yeah I'll, I'll try and i'll probably post my impressions on twitter and i'll awesome. you guys but i'm also might be getting pokemon 2 the same day so <laughs> let's see what wins my time because yeah. you know that wild area looks great well i guess whatever, uh, whatever yeah. one you post mo- more about is the one uh, we know is better right <clears throat> Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably the, say that. Probably the two most toxic uh, fan bases in, on the internet: Pokemon and Star Wars fans. Star Wars. <laughs> they unite <laughs> to share toxicity on the same Dude, day. The Pokemon Dude, fan yeah. base is so bad right now. It's it's like it's it's really bad with how much people are upset about all the Pokemon that weren't included and how they don't not you can't get every Pokemon in the game and stuff like that. I'm just like. There's still like over 400 Pokemon in this game. Like, why are you so upset? I must have because all 1,000, including the Snowman Pokemon, the Snow Cone Pokemon, the Snow Gorilla Pokemon, and this like, there's so many that are right. so similar. If, that if no one even if remembers. your Pokemon, if your favorite Pokemon is that little like key Pokemon, I guess I'm sorry for you. <laughs> I- I just I feel like after the first like hundred and so hundred and thirty or something Pokemon, just there's too many. You, you, you can't they made 150 with happy. the first game. What are they going to do for a sequel? I saw someone complaining that Charizard was in the game, and they're like, "Really, the big oh, yeah. Charizard, but not insert my favorite Pokemon here." I'm like, <laughs> literally the most popular Pokemon outside of probably Pikachu, and yep. they're yep. complaining that he's in the game. But mm-hmm. you're random, like I don't know. 
Anyways, let's keep things positive. Uh, what yes. if you guys had to maybe pick a pick a game? You know, I kind of talked about you know Dead Cells and uh, Another Gungeon, two games I really recommend everyone checking out. Um, if you kind of had to pick a game, hey, like I wish everyone could try this game. Like, I could send this game out free copies to everyone. Like, what game would you kind of want everyone to to play or check out? Hmm. And don't Ooh, say Red Dead because was... everyone said Red Dead. And then I got it, and then I still haven't beaten the first Red Dead, and I've had Wait, so many other games. You haven't, I haven't even started, started Red Dead Two yet, Red have Dead you? Two. It's taking up 118 gigs on my Xbox, <laughs> and I'm like, I can't delete it because then it's gonna, I'm gonna want to play take it next month, and it's gonna take yeah. three years to install again. Yeah, I mean, are we thinking like all time or just recent games? Because if we're thinking all time, just maybe of like. Either this year or last year, like within the last couple of years, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay, within the last couple of years, I was gonna say like Age of Empires too. <laughs> Although they, yeah. technically, it is a modern game because it is being really it, the definite edition of Age of Empires time, two yeah. and Age of Empires one are both coming out. So check those out, both on Steam. Well, I, I feel, really I feel like we get to buy the our, game. Our old school favorites already, but yes. maybe like, yes. well, what's a game? So like, uh, another one because mine for me is Spider Man. Like, I obviously I've talked yeah, about it on the I've show seen more recently. Like, I want everyone to play this game. Like I've been tempted almost to mm-hmm. just even just like buy a copy for all my yeah. friends and stuff like that. Yeah. It's going to be $15 on black Friday. I saw that. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. You know, so, things like totally. destiny, which They're is obviously free now. It's easy to recommend, but um, you know, if, if you have a PS4 and you have, you know, free hundred free gigs, download destiny too. We'd love to, I'd love to play with yeah. you. So for sure. For I, sure. Uh, I would have to say God of war. Yeah. The new one. Like yeah. honestly, out of any of the games I've played in the last two years, that's the one that I just sat down and felt like I had to consume it so quickly. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Uncharted 4 was another one, but God of War is kind of one of those games like we're in the midst of all the big RPGs. It was the game that was like, I just sat down and I was like, I gotta finish this. This is so good. I There's gotta just finish like jaw dropping moments and just like, I'm so interested. <laughs> Well, and like the Norse mythology is super cool to me, but also just the fact that the combat is probably the most satisfying combat I've ever experienced in a third-person mm-hmm. game, ever. I'm gonna put that out. Calling there. the that's axe gonna be, back to like, your that, hand. That's gonna be like a mic so drop on the end of our show. You know, at the end of our show here, that the the combat in God of War, the new God of War, is one of the best combat games ever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think I would say. Um, if it's something that I've been playing recently, I've actually been playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey a fair amount recently as well. Yeah. And I kind of skipped that because I played Origins of Fairmount and was like, oh, this is cool, but the combat doesn't feel great. You kind of, it's kind of gets the same mission structure once it's over. And so <clears throat> I didn't pay a lot of attention to Odyssey, but I've been playing that a lot lately. And that game is like if you turn off, if you make it exploration mode, so basically instead of having the marker tell you where to go, mm-hmm. they just kind of tell you, hey, it's in this general area, and you're like, okay, let me look at the map. Okay, I think this is where I need to go, and then you get there, and you fly your eagle. And the, the side quests in that play. game are super, super well-designed. So if you like like kind of big, open-world, sprawling RPGs, that game is really, really good. And right. you can get it for pretty cheap now. And there's so much My disappointment like, with so this much game. To do in that game. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much to do. It's actually making me really excited for um <clears throat> I'm assuming that the next Assassin's Creed is gonna be probably 
crossplay with the new consoles as well. Yeah. And if it's that rumored Vikings one, I'm like, that might be my most anticipated game for next gen. <laughs> uh, at least yeah. at launch is uh, the new Assassin's Creed game. So yeah, and that's the statement you don't normally hear from Nathan. <laughs> no, no, that's usually <laughs> yeah, that's, a Rob statement. That's Rob's coin <laughs> statement. He's really very. Yes. I mean, very, I'm really uh, excited. If they, right they do if they do a Vikings one. I'm really excited. You know, playing Dragon Age Inquisition this year is kind of one of those games where I was like, this has been on my backlog for a long time. I need to just finish this one because it's one of the best Bioware games ever. And there also is a lot of rumors about the new Dragon Age coming out sometime in the next few years. So I'm like, okay, I got to get this done. And once this is done, my first thing I'm doing is jumping right back into Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I'm just like, I got to play that one. I, I miss it. Yeah. Well, once yeah. you once you finish uh, Dragon Age, and then you 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 finish most of whatever you want to do in Odyssey, Rob. Uh, it'll it'll be on sale by then. <laughs> you need to pick up uh, the Outer Worlds because you. I've been, oh, I've been playing this I've been game going, so much. This is such a Rob game, and he's gonna love like almost every single part about this game. Um, and it's not very long. Dude, I'm surprised your your recommendation, Jeff, for uh, game is just this is not just Game Pass, honestly. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I Game Pass has been so great. Like my brother was over the other day, and he's like, "Like, he's like, wow, you have a lot of Xbox games." I'm like, "No, this is just a list of 150 games I can play whenever I want." He's like, "What?" He's like, "You have like Netflix for games, like work? pretty much." But uh, no, they Microsoft <laughs> does such a good job of you know not just putting out their first party games, but they do these. I've been surprised of how many big deals they've made with AAA publishers and indie developers and stuff having these games on uh, Game Pass even at launch or even yeah. just shortly after launch. So, Outer Worlds was on there, and I'm like great like i was kind of interested in this game i you know not the biggest fallout fan but you know this one looks kind of cool looks more like mass effect um and it is kind of that perfect fusion of like fallout kind of style um Mm -hmm. setup and combat but with the mass effect kind of lore and world building and companions and like really interesting storylines um it's kind of this perfect fusion of sci-fi and you know the more nuanced building character stuff will fall out, but it's a lot more interesting to me. So I, I've, I wouldn't say I like this better than, you know, Mass Effect two or three, cause I still really love those games, but I'd say this is better than all the fallout games I've played and Mass Effect one and Mass Effect Andromeda. Like this game is really, really good. And you guys, I think would both really, really enjoy it. So. I, it's been on my list of games. I've been looking at it and going, Ooh, that looks so good. And it's not very long, is it? I heard it was only like, a I mean, few I hours. haven't beaten it. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's a few hours. It it looks like it's pretty, it, it could be a pretty, you know, standard. I think it's just not like long RPG. in RPG standards. Like it's not yeah, no, 100 it, hours like, long. It, it's like maybe 20 to 30 hours. That's, like that's that. how I was going to, that's what I meant. Like it's not I'm, super, I'm probably about, Rob again, RPGs. I yes. probably played for about eight, eight or nine hours. And I think I'm level yeah. seven. So, <laughs> um, there, there's a ton of side quests, which I know you love, Rob. So whatever the people are saying how long it is, add another 20 hours on because you're going to be doing all those side quests. I know. And having fun oh, I always do. When someone yeah. says the game takes you about 100 hours, they're like, okay, so 150. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of good morality choices in it too, which are actually pretty fun and interesting to think about because you, it gives you both yeah. perspectives. It's not just, oh, you're being good or bad. Like it's There's definitely good and bad things to both sides and you kind of have to actually think, which is fun. But Yeah. Um, but yeah, any any other games you guys have been playing lately? You wanted to kind of talk before we kind of kind of sign off, or any final thoughts of things you wanted to share? Any other memories maybe you thought of? I think it's 
I think it's kind of crazy, you know, we've been talking a lot about PS4 and Xbox One right now and, and computer and all, but, and then the Switch. We started this show back when the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One were about a year kind of in the, yeah. yeah, they were kind of in the... A couple years in, I feel like it was when they were starting to, at least for the PS4, it was, like the, it was they starting were to, starting to like hit their stride. Yeah. Yeah, and right. and then like we were in the Wii U era when we started yeah. and we moved into the, the Switch era. Like we've seen a lot of video game transitions and we're actually moving into... PS5 Next, is coming yeah. out, and then Google Stadia, and like all this different streaming stuff, and so I think it's just been kind of cool to see that we were able to do this show through this generation, and, yeah. for the most part, and be able to be like, hey, these are kind of like the highlights of this generation of gaming. Like that's mm-hmm. that's been kind of incredible. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Cool. There wasn't a lot of games that came out for PS4 and Xbox One even um, that came out before the show started that were like. You know, we kind of look back at some of the best games of that gen. You know, like yeah, I'd say yeah. Uncharted Four I, I is like the first like really big, like, good PS4 mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and that you know obviously came out yeah. when we started the show. Yeah, yeah. I think if I had to choose a game of for the PS4, at least since sending as of right now, and I don't think this would change, it would be God of War. That game is so perfect, as you talked about, Rob, and just I really enjoyed it in the fact that it was like kind of semi-open world and it allowed you to go yeah. around different places but it wasn't too big um in a in a time when almost every single game was open world it did something a little bit different and as yeah. you said the combat was absolutely perfect but the, well and i the think like if we could there's also horizon zero dawn Dude, horizon is that. good but god of war is better i was there's gonna say also if I had to highlight there's also so many good playstation there are there are i'm just saying Let's get in one last fight. I'm saying God of War is the <laughs> best PS4 game. Fight me. I, I'm okay with people saying I, God of War was the best game last year. You know, like we gave it that award. Um, me being a huge Spider-Man fan, obviously that one was my favorite game last year. That was and favorite I'm game. like, totally. No, they can announce, you know, this, the next God of War game, whatever, same team and everything for PS5. And I'm like, all right, sweet. Yeah, I'll probably get that. But like, they announce, hey, Spider-Man 2 is coming out launch day PS5. I'm like, Day and date, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I will do whatever it takes. Or even Horizon Zero Dawn two, like I, I'd I was be so say hyped that. to Horizon see that Horizon Zero one Dawn two. If they announced Horizon Zero it, Dawn two, I would, I would be all over that. I'd I just think be like, actually, to bring back our news segment, I think that I saw a listing a couple days ago that almost confirmed it. Like they were hiring yeah. for yeah, the job hiring. list. Basically, confirmed Horizon Zero yeah. Dawn. I mean, that's so. really all Sony has to do at this point is just keep. <clears throat> iterating and giving sequels to their you know hit exclusives we're, we're already seeing like the original last of us came out what like eight years ago and the last yeah. of us 2 is like the most hyped game like for everyone ever since they got announced a year ago and you know it's getting delayed and people are like excited. great it's delayed i don't care like just make it the best game ever it's going to be amazing so you yeah know, that, that's one thing i always remember from this generation is how good sony's first uh or single player exclusive games have been so you know if you're yeah Still one of those people. I know there's over 100 million PS4 sold, and it's one of the best-selling consoles of all time. But you know, you could you could find a PS4 pretty cheap nowadays. And the great <laughs> thing is, all these games we've talked about, you can find for under 20 bucks now. You can find for like 20. I was looking. Absolutely. Was like, you can get a PS4 for 200 bucks with God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, and Last of Us Remastered on Black Friday. And I was like, that is such that an right amazing. That right there will give you hundreds of hours of like some of the best like content in like video game the music. absolute yeah. greatest yeah that's so great that's such a good deal if you can't that's rob approved deal right there <laughs> rob approved. yeah or, or I, you know you could just buy an xbox one for 150 200 bucks and you know 
get a year of Game Pass and, you know, there's thousands of hours you could have right there, which is awesome. Like, I still haven't finished Games of War 3, and that's been one of my favorite games this year. I've loved playing that one, but there's just so many other games on the service and other things to to look forward to. I I look at things like Crackdown 3. I'm like, oh, yeah, that came out this year. I, I played through it in two days on Game Pass and moved on, like, great <laughs> wait crackdown 3 came out this year yeah that was, that yeah. was april or may what yeah. oh my gosh i totally forgot it's been that's crazy it wasn't very good no okay. really but <laughs> I, I think the real thing i do is just make sure that rob gets a switch at some point before the year ends and then rob the first game you need to get because i'm gonna sell you on it right now is nathan and i talked about how luigi's mansion won the best games of the year uh the other night i just finished a floor that is entirely pirate themed, which makes Luigi's oh. Mansion 3 the greatest pirate game of all time because it's already one of the best games ever and it has pirates and you're going to jump for joy like a little right. child when you get to the pirate level. I'm going to have to challenge you on that. So that means I got to go play it to see if it actually <laughs> is the greatest pirate game of all time. So You will not regret it. If oh, Luigi's Mansion 3 is the reason to buy a Switch... That would be pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> That'd be pretty ironic. Yeah, and then we can all run around Scarescraper and uh, help each other uh, catch ghosts and uh, help each other when we're behind, hidden behind slam doors and other stupid, uh, hilarious things in that game. Yeah, sounds good. But anyways, I think that kind of wraps up our uh, episode, episode one forty two. Thank you so much, everyone, uh, for listening. Um, you know, I think we, it would it would be remiss if we ended the show without uh, giving you know kind of big last thank you to uh mr anthony shelton for uh helping us out um you know with all the support and behind the scenes stuff he's done and helping us host our show and um just giving us advice and different you know so many different things you know we can't really say it all with how much he's instrumental he's been with helping Mm -hmm. us but so again just thank you so much this show probably would have lasted like 10 episodes if it wasn't for anthony that's that's a good point (laughs) yeah but uh so obviously, thank you so much to Anthony. Um, you know, all, all of our you know friends and you know, friends we made along the way who've you know been on the show with you know Dan, Jake, Adam, Brad, you know Jeff, Chris, you know all the different people we've had on the show over the years, and you know just all the the fans and friends we've made on the way. You know, we're, we're this isn't you know the end of, of any friendships or anything, but we're hoping you know we can still keep in touch and keep talking about um, gaming and how how awesome it is and. Guys, it's it's been an awesome run. I, Nathan, I've always appreciated how you keep everyone on their toes for the intro, and you never know what's going to come <laughs> out of your mouth. <laughs> That's always been a fun fun part of my job. And, you I'm know, pretty I always, sure this was your most vanilla intro yet. <laughs> I always introduce Nathan first, so that when I introduce Robert after, he can give the reaction to Nathan's nonsense that everyone is you know giving as they're listening. Feeling. <laughs> I, I do have to say I apologize for any like broken eardrums I've heard over the years for screaming or being really loud all of a sudden or anything like that. I hope you're okay. No, I will not pay your doctor bills. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's a poor college kid now, guys. He's keen yeah. his masters. He can't afford that. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. true. Yeah. yeah. I just really <clears throat> I appreciate, you know, when I came up with this idea of like, hey guys, you, what, what do you think about doing some video game content? And you guys kind of suggested like, well, what if we did a podcast? And um, like we said this whole time, I never expected that we would be doing this for three years and 100, almost 150 episodes. I never expected that 
this would be we'd have a following like people would actually want to listen to the three of us talk about video games go figure um so i just want to say thank you to both of you for this time on the show and what you guys have put into it and sacrifices we've all made to make this happen yeah yeah i would echo that and i would say thank you also to all the people who listen and just the i think the lasting legacy of the show for me is the people i've met and the people i um play games with and talk about on twitter and stuff like that um or people who are all over the world who i've never met face to face but um have consider close friends because of um because of the show and because of sharing a passion for video games and then also it's been a ton of fun doing the show with you uh with both of you guys um and just goofing off so i will miss that greatly (laughs) all the all all the late nights and you know the times where we've had difficulties and stuff you know or were sometimes kind of tough but it it was all worth it looking back on all the (laughs) hilarious moments and things that we've we've done together and like you said you know those roundtable episodes were all in the same room doing it like you know we, we i feel like we do a good job of capturing that vibe when as good as we can over skype but when we're really in the room all together like i i always would look forward so much to those episodes and they're those are some of my i think best <coughs> memories of doing the show for sure yeah absolutely definitely i look forward to going back and listening to all 142 now and (laughs) cringing at everything i say marathon marathon let's go oh man that's one of the longest marathons ever like this is rivaling (laughs) the simpsons now But uh, as always, uh, you can find us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore games. Um, on, on our bio there, you can find all of our own personal Twitters, too. Those ones will probably be a little bit more active if you're wanting to keep up with us. Um, if you don't have a Twitter, maybe consider joining Twitter, jo- joining our world. Just follow us. You don't need to follow anyone else. Um, and then, uh, obviously, our Discord link is in our show description as well. We'll keep that up and open. And, yeah, we'd love to hear any uh you know, it'd be fun to maybe see what are some of the listeners' favorite episodes or favorite moments or little quirks about us that probably we don't even realize as we're recording these episodes. <laughs> but yeah, a lot. let us know uh, what are your some of your favorite segments, episodes, memories, uh, things you maybe you appreciate, and uh, some positive thoughts as we uh, ride off into the sunset here. And um, yeah, you can find us on Discord, Twitter, or those places. Um, we do have an email as well at Halison underscore. Um, games it's uh to gmail um hey listen i think it's hey listen games at gmail.com is is the email yeah there you that's go. the correct yeah, no if you're like, i don't know what discord <laughs> is and twitter is a swirling ball of negativity i hear so gmail is what i do um there you go so anyways <laughs> thank you so much everyone for listening we will uh leave you uh with the end credits to our number one game of all time according to episode 100 the legend of zelda ocarina of time farewell and we'll see you guys around hey listen see ya